0: what's happening everybody film junkie live hey after having a night off whoa how's it going everybody it's hump day let's get the hump in february 23rd how's everybody doing today everybody doing good make sure you smash that like thumbs up Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Become a member if you want to become a member. Do all that stuff. And then of course, I got the Patreon and Film Junkie Closet down below. All that stuff. Everything's good and dandy right now. All right. How's everybody doing? How's everybody doing today? Whoop. It's good. It's good. Hi, cat. How's it going? We got Jason here. I miss you guys too. I miss you guys too. Yes. Totally did. Always feels weird. Oh, crap. I just realized I have the wrong background. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Let me fix that real quick. I have the wrong background up. I didn't change the background like an idiot. There we go. Right there. Fix that. That's right. We got we got some spider ass right there. Spider ass right there. Anyways. All right. What's going on, Jose? Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. Yes all right who else is out there what's up ryan party people mr mckenzie what's going on man doing well doing well hopefully you're doing well sir yes hashtag full friends. All yes uh it might happen slow news day yeah sure if you want to call it that yesterday was not today so much john carpenter film yeah sounded like a john carpenter right so we're doing a members yeah we'll do the we'll do that today since we didn't have it yesterday, so right after this, if you want to become a member, join, join uh, the film junkie uh, enterprise, empire, whatever you want to call it, hit that join button if you want to partake in the post, post-show post members only stream, so good stuff, alright, music's done, who else is that, we got Mr. Patterson right here, we got Mattia, Witcher, of darling, how you doing, we got Rosemary, how's it going Rosemary? You're the same too. Yeah, yeah. You already okay. So yeah, you guys are already looking at both, so that's good. Yeah. I've got to be careful of that spider wing. That's for that's for sure. That's for sure. Yeah. Hi, hey, Gator. Gator's here. Let's see who else is here. Blop 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 blop. Yeah, who did I not say hi to? What are we doing? We got Mama Film Junkie here. Hi. Hi, Mom. Oh, yeah, right there. There you go. I was wondering where you said hi, son. Love you, Mom. All right, only stream, yeah, exactly. that's right, the only fan stream right there, what's going on Brandon, how you doing, everybody good, everybody's looking good, all right, everybody's filing in, and everything, so let's talk about some Spider-Man, let's talk about some Batman, and uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to do uh, the the Batman segment with the clips, because, well, can't really show too many clips. Can't really show the clips too much because apparently people who have been posting reaction videos to the clips blocked, 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 blocked. So we'll have to figure that out. There's like a line that's drawn, you know, when it comes to all this stuff. I don't understand it fully. I mean, I guess if the clip is fully released on Warner Brothers YouTube, then maybe it'd be okay. I don't know. There's always when it comes to all that kind of stuff, when it comes to, uh Clips specifically, you know, not so much trailers. It's like it's always very interesting. So, but we'll still break it down because there are quite a few clips that came out. About four clips, it seems, that came out when it came to the Batman. So, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the Oscar controversy and the Charlize Theron and Tom Hardy controversy when it comes to Mad Max Fury Road. Holy shiza! We knew that they didn't get along, but apparently, uh, the crew members uh, got interviewed. And we're like, hey, so this is what happened at one point. So it's going to be interesting. So anyways, all right, we got Dane here watching from work. Good. Whatever makes your day go by faster. That's all that matters. But, yeah, we'll be talking some Spidey because that was the big thing that happened today. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys uh, for joining me. I know I didn't have a show yesterday. It was mainly, yeah, like I said, tinkering with, uh, you know, trying to get the website Going. It's still not there. There's still a lot of work that needs to be done when it comes to the website. Which uh, you know, let's go to the tweets, let's go to the internet. We'll go, uh, let's see. Um, uh, we'll turn that off. But uh yeah, the website, I mean, when you look at a desktop, it's it's getting there. It's getting there, but I still have a lot of work to do. So that's what it kind of looks like right now. Got this weird little header right here. Film Junkie, the website. I think some people will understand where that reference is coming from, but yeah, you know. It's just kind of like, uh, oh, crap. It's just kind of like uh, where I'm at right now when it comes to the website. But, yeah, you know, just trying to get some things on there and just, like, have everything in there. All the uh, Film Junkie Lives will have both the YouTube video and the pod and like the audio only. Like, you can actually listen to, like, Monday's show, like, right there. I have that right there. So, you know, just kind of stuff I'm working on right there when it comes to that. So I was working on that yesterday. God damn it, I messed up on this. Nope. Nope. Ah, oh, crap. All right. Anyway, so, um, yeah, so I was tinkering with that yesterday, which was kind of like a headache because at one point, the whole damn site went down. It's like, geez, come on. Pain in the ass. So there was that. And uh, anyways, sorry about that. All right, let's go to the tweets. But yeah, anyways, you want to, you know, like I said, bookmark the website. Check out the website. It's all there. I'm trying to post everything on there. Trying to be a little bit more legit and everything like that. So... Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, it was it was fun trying to do all that. And then there just wasn't much to talk about yesterday. There really wasn't. I was like, all right, I'll I'll, I guess I could just go over the Batman clips. But I'm actually glad that I didn't do that because, like I said, today I saw bigger channels, uh, real rejects. You know, they react to all the they reacted to all the clips for the Batman and, uh, you know, (laughs) they posted like, hey, got blocked, this video got blocked, this video got blocked, so it's like, that's the thing, it's like, when it comes to clips, man, I tell you, these studios get crazy when it comes to clips, they'll be okay with trailers, but not clips, so, I'm actually kind of glad I didn't do that, but yeah, so then I got everything back up and running, so, we're all back and good, so, anyways, let's go to the tweets, let's go to the tweets, we'll start, we got a lot of tweets to go through right here. This is pretty exciting because it's going to bring Robert Downey Jr. and Mr. Shane Black back together. That's right. Robert Downey Jr. will star in a new Amazon Studios film by Lethal Weapon and The Nice Guys writer Shane Black based on the Richard Starks Parker novels. Like, I don't know anything about the novels. All I saw was Robert Downey Jr. and Shane Black. That's all I needed to see. That's all I needed to see. Because if you watch Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which you should, and that should be in heavy rotation around Christmas time, because Shane Black likes Christmas when it comes to the settings of his movies, so that's pretty exciting. So that's good stuff. So yeah, all right. And then here we go, guys. The man himself is letting it be known. Okay. Yes, it sucks that the uh, this whole little Oscars fan favorite category is not going to uh, consider Zack Snyder's Justice League as... um as a nominee, I guess you could say, because it wasn't released in theaters. That's, the, uh, that's why it's not eligible. I know there's still, there were people out there that were still trying to tweet that. I mean, I think it's dumb. I think it should be eligible because it's very much, it's more cinematic than most movies that are out there. It just sucks that it didn't get a theatrical release, which it should have, of course, but, you know, those dickheads over there in, uh, and Warner Brothers, just they, they kind of suck. What can we say? So anyways... Um, but Zack Snyder posted on his Vero the other day that yes, Army of the Dead in fact does it is eligible for for this category right here. Movie lovers unite! Oscars hashtag Oscars fan favorite has, hashtag Cheer moment right there. So you got all that right there. You heard the man. He wants it to. Uh, he wants it to get out there. So what's interesting about this whole thing though? Because apparently it, it is like it's going back and forth. Apparently that Cinderella movie has a lot of stands, uh, that Camilla, Camilla, um, singer, which I'm not really familiar with her work. She has a lot of stands and we've talked about this. We talked about this on Monday, but, uh, yeah, um, she has a lot of people, a lot of people that, uh, that are backing it up. So it's going back and forth. It's going back and forth. You know what I hate about it though? This is what I hate about this whole thing. It's the fact that, People can just spam the actual, absolute shit out of this whole thing. Like, you go to the website, first off. Go to the website, register, put your email in, and vote for the movie. That's what you got to really do. I think they're looking at that more than anything because when it comes to Twitter, I mean, you just have fans that are just spamming their whole timeline. And apparently you could have, like, up to 20 tweets. That's a lot of tweets, okay? So I'm not going to spam my, my Twitter timeline, don't worry. I'll still every day post something. Maybe like when it gets closer to the whole thing, I'll post, you know, two or three times. But I'm not going to spam my shit. I hate the whole fucking spamming thing. That's the thing. It's like, can we just let this like, you know, one tweet, one vote, you know, or something like that? Or I don't know. I just wish it was a little bit different. But it's just like you have fans on both sides, which I never thought that the Snyder fandom would be up against the Cinderella fandom or the Camilla fandom, whatever the hell you want to call it. Never thought it was going to be, like, a clashing of that. Who knew that two phantoms like that were going to clash for all this? I don't know. I just hate the fact that it's... That you just have to, like, spam the absolute shit out of your Twitter. It's like, can we just, like, you know... I know, I'm so anti-Snyder right now, right? Um, I just hate spamming. I don't want to spam my fucking Twitter with, like, the same thing over and over and over and over again. You know, I, I think it kind of loses a little bit when that's the case, you know? When you have... Just people that are just tweeting 20 things of the same thing kind of thing. It's like, that that really counts, but eh, I guess so, whatever. But anyways, just make sure because, because if you don't do it right, guys, that lovely side of the fandom will call you out for it like they called me out for it because that's what they like to do. Make sure you type out Army of the Dead. I would say type out Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. Don't put a hashtag for Army of the Dead, okay? You can't hashtag Army of the Dead. You have to hashtag Oscars fan favorite and hashtag sweepstakes. Okay? Don't retweet somebody. Don't quote tweet. There's stupid rules, man. This is why I don't like the whole fucking tweet thing. It's dumb. There's just it's just kid. Go to the website and vote. Can we just do that instead? <laughs> I mean. I I mean, that's why I'm like, I hate the whole tweeting thing because there's like, oh, you got to do this. You got to, you know, you got to post a selfie of yourself, looking to the left and you got to hold up a copy. No, it's like there's all these rules when it comes to tweeting. It's like, shut up. Can we just go to the website and vote? But yeah, you have to follow the Academy. You have to do all that. I think it's like a marketing thing for the Academy because they know that the, and that people have just lost interest in this shit, which, of course, we'll talk about that certain thing that's going to be happening uh, for the Oscars in a little bit. But yeah, there's all this kind of stuff. So yeah, make sure you type out Army of the Dead, don't hashtag it, and then put hashtag Oscars fan favorite. And then you have, hey, people in other countries, they put a U in favorite. So I'm like, all right, are they looking at that too? (laughs) Because there's that as well. There's just so many different things. But make sure you go to the website, make sure you go to the website and, you know, this website right here and actually put in your vote. I think they're going to look at that a little bit more uh, than than all this tweeting stuff. But and then, like I said, if you do it wrong, you know, that lovely side of the fandom will definitely um, mention. They'll definitely mention that uh, that you did it wrong because that's what came. I mean, I'm like. Yeah, but at least I went to the damn website and voted, for God's sakes. Joey Henderson, thank you for the $5 super chat. What if Snyder did a Snyder Cut watch party on the one-year anniversary and then announced uh, Justice League 2 and 3? Hey, it's a nice dream to have. Uh, I would love that, but... Um, I don't know if he's actually going to do that. That'd be pretty sweet if he actually did do that next month. I think I was thinking about doing also a watch party when it came to, um, to that, or at least do uh, somebody's going to actually watch Zack Snyder's Justice League. But uh, yeah, um, but right now I think he's more focused on Rebel Moon and Army of the Dead right now. I don't know. But uh, that would be pretty interesting. And then all the whole cast just like came in, just like Henry Cavill came in for uh, the Man of Steel Watch. That would be crazy. Yeah. Uh, But then we'd wake up with soiled sheets. Yeah, because that would be a definite wet dream right there. Anyways, I just got weird with this whole thing. But thank you, Joey, for the uh, $5 Super Chat. So there you go. But yeah, guys, make sure you vote. I mean, tweet it out as much as you can. I'm not going to say for you not. If you want to tweet it out 20 times a day, go for it. I'm just saying (laughs) I'm not going to do that. But I put my vote in, and every day I will be tweeting out Army of the Dead, Oscars fan favorite, sweepstakes, and we should be good. Okay. There we go. All right. Oh, this looks cool right here. I don't care, man. So somebody took, uh, you know, somebody took this image right here and added some color to it. And now, oh, man, that looks pretty damn badass. I'm just saying, you know, it's a little bit of blue and gray kind of thing. Hey, Brian, W Media, SNJL watch party for the win. Yes, yeah, are you trying to say Zack Snyder? Uh, or I don't know what are you trying to say. What What is SN? But um, long time since uh, I've made a live stream. Hope it was all as well. Well, everything is all as- all is well there, Mr. Brian. So thank you, Brian W. Media. Thank you for the $5 super chat. Yeah, everything's doing good. I'm doing this, talking to you guys. So, of course, everything is well. So that looked pretty cool. Anyways, all right. So we got all that. You know, a lot of people actually were curious about this. You know, I will say, looking at uh, looking at the uh, film junkie shot of this, a lot of people were like, hmm interesting Posted that you know it's pretty interesting you know does it doesn't mean something doesn't mean nothing who knows but we, yeah we talked about that on monday this is a pretty cool poster for the batman right there showing all three that's pretty cool i like that good art hey look at that guy Release the air cut for fuck's sake come on let's do it uh and then according to uh Mojo, Watch Mojo right here They ran a poll to uh, ask people about the fan favorite And look what won That's right, Army of the Dead I'm actually surprised that Spider-Man No Way Home Is not talked about more It's weird that Cinderella is up there It's interesting But that was from Ana uh, de la Regarra Who of course was in Army of the Dead Incarnacio. um She tweeted that out So that's pretty cool Oppenheimer this movie just keeps on uh, adding more people. We got Alden, uh, Aaron, Rich, you know, Young Solo, and David Krumholtz right here. Join uh, Oppenheimer. We actually got a first little image too of Oppenheimer uh, from um, what's his name, uh, Killian uh, Killian Murphy. So yeah, they showed that. So apparently they're starting to film. Well, of course, we'll watch. We'll talk about that. Here's a cool Dark Knight poster right here. I like it. And uh, yeah, people talking about this. This is a cool Army of the Dead poster right there, like that. Mister Aaron Bailey, I like this right here. <laughs> League of Shadows, <laughs> the League of Shadows, and the League of Shadows. So you got the League of Shadows, the actual League of Shadows, and then you got the League of Shadows. <laughs> Pretty good. That was that was really good. Good job, Aaron. Funny dude. And then we had a new image. Uh, Clayanos posted this image right here of the man himself, Zack Snyder taking a picture of that beautiful fucking Batmobile right there. I love how he's taking a beautiful image of the Batmobile. I think he's taking, you know, you know, he's he's getting into his zone, but also Kleanos has taken a beautiful image of Zack Snyder taking an image of the Batmobile. Got to love that. You got to love that. And then uh, Danielle Bergio was also in the movie. Um, she actually, quote, tweeted my tweet. So there you go. I love it. But again, you can't. I guess we can't. Ha- we can't hashtag Army of the Dead. You can't hashtag the movie title, which is dumb. So, yeah, I, yeah. The rules of this whole thing is just dumb. Just go. Yeah, just go to the website and do it. This is a pretty cool uh, Batman '89 poster right there. Love it by Christopher Frenchie. It's good stuff. Yeah, even Kenneth Branagh. He joined Oppenheimer. So the fucking cast just keeps on getting bigger and bigger. And then we have um, we have a new person that's going to be a new actor that's going to be joining craven the hunter starring of course aaron taylor johnson we have fred Hetchinger who is going to be playing the chameleon uh he i guess he was in white lotus i don't really know who this guy is but yes we have another person that's joining craven the hunter movie which is going to be interesting and even when you when you open up this article and they talk about Craven, I mean apparently he's they're going to go with the anti-hero role. I mean, that's that's the thing is like anytime we have a villain movie, it's always going to be not villain, but anti-hero kind of thing. I don't know. They talk about Craven being an anti-hero. So, I guess there you go. Hey, let's uh talk about our cinematic Alfreds right there. Look at this. Just keeps on getting younger apparently. Yeah, Michael okay. Yeah. So there's our Cinematic, Alfred's right there. I love it. I love it. Daniel Radcliffe, you guys know that he's playing Weird Al, which I'm looking forward to this movie because I'm a big Weird Al fan. But uh, we got this still of him playing the accordion right here, which, of course, Weird Al is, uh, well, he knows how to play the accordion. If you listen to those early albums of Weird Al, everything was pretty much almost uh, in an accordion right there. So Radcliffe, biopic, looking forward to it. We have a Grogu cloud that showed up somewhere. Somebody took a picture of. That's right. It's pretty funny. And that happens. Hey, look at this. It's Steve G, of course, who played uh, Economos in Peacemaker and then King Shark. We talked about Zack Snyder's Justice League when I interviewed him on the uh, on the vodka stream. And uh, right here in this interview, I was really excited. He was talking about, of course, the Peacemaker finale when it came to the Justice League. I'm a big Justice League fan. I like those characters. I like the look of the characters. I like the dramatic feel of those movies. I was a fan of Zack Snyder's Justice League. It was so crazy to shoot it. I mean, that's all real. They, are, they were standing there. We had Superman on a wire. There was a person hanging there that wasn't digitally put in there. We had people, same sizes and the same suits. So there you go. He was really excited when it came to uh, the Peacemaker finale right there. So good guy. Good guy. I love Steve G, man. He's a funny dude. Great conversation. And uh, like he grew up literally like the next town over from where I live right now, which is really cool. Aaron Peer. Has just, uh, apparently he got cast in Blade right here. And uh, fuck, what movie? He was in a recent movie. I've totally drawn a blank on what movie. But you can't tell me that this guy is not playing a vampire. Those eyes, those eyes, you know, pretty eyes. But man, they are vampire-esque. So I'm guessing he's going to be playing some kind of vampire. I don't know. Uh, what, what was the movie that he was just recently in? Damn it. I had it in my head and then it just like left right here. But, uh, God, what, what movie was he just in? Oh yeah. Well, he was also in Krypton. That's what it mainly, but he was in something else. I thought, uh, I still have to watch Krypton. I know, I know I haven't, I, I keep on saying that I have to watch Krypton, but I have not watched it yet. So, but yeah, so I think this is the third cause you know, we got Mahershala, Mahershala, Mahershala Ali, who's of course playing Blade. We had somebody else. We had a uh, what's his name? Ban. Uh, uh, I can't remember his name right now either. But who might be playing Whistler right here? So, um, and then we have uh, of course Aaron Pierre right here. Man, he I thought he was just in something. Uh, oh, yeah. He was an old. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. You are. Did somebody even say old or it just hit me right now? Nobody said old. What am I thinking? But yeah, he was an old. He was in uh, that M. Night Shyamalan movie. And uh, yeah, I'm just saying, I mean, you have eyes like that. You're playing a fucking vampire. Just saying. Just saying. So anyways, and then we have Scanline talking about uh, they posted this video right here showing off the uh, visual effects, which were absolutely gorgeous when it came to Godzilla vs. Kong. So good on them. Outstanding VFX Sims, that's right, for an expensive ocean environment, city destruction, a plethora of fire, smoke, and dust, and debris simulation. Godzilla vs. Kong had it all. Congratulations to our team, who have been nominated for a VES award for Outstanding FX Sims. So good on them. Some of those guys worked on Justice League stuff, so... And Jamie Lee Curtis bids farewell to the trilogy. Uh, you know what? I mean, this is great. I love the fact that uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. I mean, she might not be playing Laurie ever again, Laurie Strode, for a Halloween. I think this is probably going to be it. Um, but you know, it was cool that she came back and did this trilogy. Uh, Halloween Kills, I thought was horrible. Uh, the first Halloween, though, of her coming back, was absolutely- I thought it was great. That that movie's great. But and hopefully. Halloween ends it ends in a nice like you know wrap it up in a nice little bow and that's it do we need more Michael Myers hopefully not hopefully it's better hopefully she does more in the movie because the last movie she didn't do that much so hopefully that's the case but congratulations to Jamie Lee Curtis for uh, wrapping up Halloween Uh uh-oh uh-oh yeah the Hollywood Reporter reports that most, if not all, teams for the Star Trek cast were not aware that an announcement for another film was coming, which less than their clients would be touted as a part of the deal and that they would be shooting it by year's end. (laughs) So, okay. This is funny right here, guys. This is funny. You know why? This is how desperate... This is how desperate studios are right now when it comes to you getting on board with their with what they have coming, and especially their streaming service. Remember when we we went over this? I think what last week was one of the segments for Film Chunky Live was uh, me talking about all the, uh, the the Paramount Plus and all the stuff that they announced, and they in fact announced a Star Trek Four, Star Trek Four, with the returning cast, of course. Just uh, Chris Pine, Zach Quinto, all those guys coming back for a fourth movie. But apparently that was not – they didn't let it be known to the actual cast. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Holy shit. Um, Well, it was an investors meeting, so apparently they just wanted to – yeah, they just wanted to let it uh, be known that, hey, another Star Trek's coming out. Why Paramount Star Trek sequel <laughs> reveal surprise its own stars? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Viacom CBS, you gotta love it right here. Proclamation came as a surprise, not just the observers who have been watching the movie studio haltingly try to revive Trek on the big screen for years, but the actors and their representatives as well. Sources tell Hollywood, Hollywood Reporter that most, if not all, teams for the franchise primary players, who include Chris Pine, Zachary Quinto, Simon Pegg, Carl Urban, Zoe Saldana, and John Cho, were not aware that an announcement for another film was coming much less that their clients would be touted as part of the deal and certainly not that their clients would be shooting a movie by year's end. Insiders say that Pine, who plays Captain Kirk, is the first to enter into early negotiations as he is the linchpin to the project. Ouch! You don't do that! But you gotta please the rich people, the people that are, you know... Sending money your way like, oh, yeah, we got another Star Trek coming. You know, remember, remember those, remember those movies? We have three of them. People like them, right? Right. We like them. We got another one coming. You say that before you actually tell the actual actors. That's not good. It's not good. Hopefully, hopefully, though. Negotiations go well. And we get the entire cast back because I think it's a great cast. But, you know, by the end of the year, I don't see this movie starting to shoot by the end of the year. Probably will start shooting next year. But, yeah, it just shows you right here, man, that studios are so desperate some nowadays. Like, we got to put out a big IP. Paramount was like, oh, shit. Uh, but, yeah, just but don't do that. Don't do that. Bad. Hey, look who's in Paris. We got Bruce and Selena right here. Hey, look at this guy. Rocking that Commissioner Gordon mustache. So looking swabby right there. Yep. So they're all doing that. Yeah, we got that. got that. Yeah. Uh Mr. Aaron Bailey posted this image right here, which looks really badass, but remember this is toys. I don't care that it's toys. It still looks badass. I know a lot of people started tweeting it out like, oh, my God, it's a shot from the Batman. And when I saw it, I went, whoa. And then, of course, there was people like, dude, it's the fucking toys. And I'm like, "Okay, but my tweet still stands. Whoa, that still looks cool. Yes. But the fact that that is toys, crazy, crazy to think. Looks good still. And then, of course, we we have uh, Robert Pattinson and... um, And Matt Reeves laughing, you know, I'm, you know, remember the time that you caught me and Zoe on top of the Batmobile? (laughs) Remember that whole rumor? Yeah. Thought I'd make fun of that. And let's all appreciate Amy Adams looking just, my God, hot. (sighs) Need a minute. Need a minute. I think I need a minute. Let's look at it again. Okay. One more time. Okay. Oh, hot jeez so freaking hot oh all right good job oh whoa, whoa we got a spammer right here we have a spammer right here good job jose appreciate that uh we have a new image we have a new image of uh diablo right here released a fucking air cut already so look at this right here i you know what's funny is like um i'm telling you something is. i mean David Ayer is not taking the Zack Snyder approach for sure. But there are, people are obtaining shots from the air cut. Not going to say how they they've gotten them, but I mean uh, <laughs> I think we could all kind of figure that one out, but um, yeah, it just seems like um, every other day or every couple of days it seems like the uh, certain air cut type uh, Twitter handles are posting images kind of like this, where it's like, oh, yeah, there's a new image of so-and-so. Here's a new image of so-and-so. Or here's some new concept art or whatever the fuck. So, I mean, obviously, when it comes to trying to get the air cut released, David Ayer, of course, wants the air cut released. But he is, of course, still playing ball. He's still like, hey, Warner Brothers, I'm still going to be a good little boy. I'm going to support the Suicide Squad, Peacemaker, James Gunn, I'm still going to do all that. I'm a good guy. I'm not going to do, you know, I'm not going to go rogue on you. But I think, you know, he might be slipping things that way, that way, that way to, uh, you know, basically be like, hey, here's another shot right here. It's a pretty awesome shot of Jay Hernandez right here uh, as Diablo. And we all know that, hmm, yeah. What's really the fate of Diablo right there? So, release the fucking air cut, all right? I mean, I think Dave Zaslav is gonna come in and be like, all right, yeah, we'll do that. I hope so. I think it'll happen. All right, James Mangold, he's gonna be doing a Buster. He's gonna be doing a Buster Keaton biopic, which that'll be interesting. Buster Keaton. Um, if you want to know who the inspiration for all those Jackie Chan movies, well, Jackie Chan will say Buster Keaton, one of them. Yeah, if you watch some of that old Buster Keaton stuff, you watch some of those old things and sometimes how they did it, fucking amazing. The, the 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 stunt work and just the perspectives and everything that Buster Keaton did, man, this guy was a pioneer. Buster Keaton, pioneer when it came to stunt work and just visual effects without computer-generated visual effects, absolutely insane. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I'm still worried about the Indiana Jones movie. (laughs) But anyways, it's fine. It's fine. Here's a cool poster for the Batman. I like it. Looks really good. Looks really good. You know what? Not a lot of people talk about this movie, but if you haven't seen it yet, please watch California with a K. 1993 this came out. This is before Brad Pitt was actually like Brad Pitt. It's a great movie. Um, he's a crazy fucking psycho killer guy. And, uh, it stars also David Duchovny and Juliette Lewis. Obviously you see right there. Love this movie. Um, me and me and my, one of my really good friends, we quote this movie all the time. Not a lot of people talk about California. Fantastic fucking movie right here. Fantastic movie. So if you haven't seen it yet, do yourself a favor. Explore how the film leads to Brad Pitt's career defining performance. Yeah. I mean, he does not he's not Brad Pitt in that movie. He is a crazy person in that movie. You should really watch it. Here's a pretty cool poster right here. A little Army of the Dead homage when it comes to uh, Sam Raimi's multiverse of madness, obviously. I like that. Joey Henderson, what's your favorite movie trilogy and why? Well, Back to the Future because, you know, childhood childhood movie. Love the love all three, love how they jump all over the place obviously you got Doc and Marty you got that chemistry it's just you know you're obsessed I'm, I am I. I can never get sick of those movies when they're on TV or something like that I just watch them Back to the Future 1, 2, and 3 the Back to the Future trilogy it's gold standard and the, and the fact that it's one continuous story too that's what makes it great it's like one big long story so you know I mean Jace yeah It's really good. So they spelt California wrong. Yeah, well, you can understand why you spell it with a K if you watch the movie. Of course, we'll talk about that. Oh, we even have this, too. Oh, man, look at that. People are taking pictures of that. I love this art right here of Dumb and Dumber. That's pretty awesome. (laughs) Good stuff. There you go. Remember when uh, Zack Snyder gave uh, uh, and She gave... (laughs) (laughs) remember this whole thing where it's like uh, Tintaro got got herself a green screen award best best out of focus actor that was great good stuff Michael Keaton spotted at a restaurant over there in London Glasgow whatever just chilling guy knows how to dress that's right we got Dan Mora made a made a, a poster for the Batman right here good stuff I love how the whip is kind of like a uh, question mark right there. Nice. Okay, can can people shut the fuck up about this? All right. A lot of people, when they read this right here, that Emmy Rossum joins Tom Holland in Apple's The Crowded Room. Holland is playing Danny uh, Sullivan, and Rossum will play his mother. You know, they're only like nine, ten years apart when it comes to age, and a lot of people couldn't contemplate this. I saw so many quote tweets it, It's like, what the fuck? like um have you ever heard of well flashbacks first off or makeup yeah it, it's a production so uh if you go back and watch Forrest Gump yeah Sally field and Tom Hanks pretty close in age but she still played his mother it's called makeup it's called flashbacks relax there were so many people that could not grasp this concept oh she's like nine years older how's that How? like jesus christ yeah colin farrell's pay- playing the penguin guys Jeez, it's crazy right it's crazy what they could do with makeup nowadays or editing or whatever the fuck jesus christ it was just funny seeing so many people going i i can't uh, it doesn't the math doesn't check out it's like good lord man relax relax This is exciting. All right. Because we were wondering what was going to be happening to this. Well, I mean, it's exciting. But then some people might be like, fuck, I got to get Disney Plus now. I don't know. But uh, this was like uh, news that was happening today, too, was Netflix's Marvel series are making Disney Plus their new home in March. Now, there's a little catch when it comes to this right now. I'm not sure if it got fully. I didn't check up on this, but. Um, I know some people were, I think, uh, Mr. Rob keys from screen Rant was looking into it because this is like, they were like talking specifically like Canada. But I, I, to me, it's like, of course they're going to put these, these on there. But, you know, a lot of people were wondering like, would Disney actually put these shows, which, you know, they're not family friendly. Let's face it. You watch daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke. I mean, you watch these shows. They're not family friendly. Okay. They definitely aren't. So a lot of people are wondering, are they going to put them on Disney Plus or are they going to put them on Hulu? I mean, I guess that's still up in the air when it comes to this stuff. Or maybe, you know, it's going to go on Disney Plus and be like, hey, parental advisory. This is R-rated, you know, because Daredevil, pretty R-rated. Jessica Jones, definitely R-rated. You know, I mean, it's just it's going to be interesting. But it's just nice to know that, I mean, even though they're not going to be on Netflix, fine. If they're going to be put on Disney Plus? Cool. Or maybe Hulu. Who knows? But. They are finding a new home, and hopefully, hopefully we get some more seasons out of these guys. I mean, it seems like Daredevil is definitely going to get another season, from what we heard. I'm not sure if the other three are. I don't think Iron Fist is ever coming back because that was a weaker one out of the bunch. But, uh, you know, it'd be cool to get another Luke Cage, yeah. Jessica Jones I really enjoyed. Pretty much um, the way that they're put uh, in this in this thumbnail right here. In this image, that's how that's how I'd rank them. I would say Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist. That's how I'd rank those series. Um, Iron Fist had its issues. It wasn't all bad. Luke Cage was cool, you know. Um, Jessica Jones, I like the whole, you know, private eye kind of aspect of it. And I like, uh, what's her name, Kristen St- Stewart? What's her name, Kristen Stewart, I want to say? Um, I'm trying to draw on a blank. But I liked her character, you know. And then, of course, Daredevil, Charlie Cox, which, you know, come on. It's great stuff. Kristen Stewart? No, what's it? Ritter. Kristen Ritter. Thank you. There you go. Kristen Ritter. I'm like, Kristen Stewart? That's, what's her name? No. Kristen Ritter. That's what it is. Anyways. I know. Punisher 2. I know. Punisher needs to go there, too. Hopefully that happens as well. So I guess we'll ha- uh, it'll happen. So uh, Alex Garland's Annihilation released four years ago today. That's right on the 23rd. I saw the trailer to his new movie. Uh looks interesting. I'm anything that's uh, anything that's uh Alex Garland I'm going to watch. That's for sure. So. <laughs> and this is pretty funny right here. Yeah. Honeymoon, 10-year marriage. Yeah. Um that's you know it with when I when I've seen uh marriages. Yeah. Sometimes you go like, yeah, that's absolutely correct. That's how, it, that's how it happens. Ten years of marriage, maybe, possibly. I don't know. <laughs> well, that's cool. I, like, I thought that was funny. And then uh, Boss Logic is continuing to uh, show people's art right here. So we got Mr. Uh, Alan Chow. This is his poster right here. Fucking, um, this is, Jesus Christ. That is an awesome poster right there. I don't care what anybody says. That is an awesome poster. Awesome poster right there for Mr. Chow. Good stuff. Good freaking stuff. And then Joel Schumacher's The Number 23, which doesn't get mentioned enough, came out 15 years ago to the day. Great movie. If you haven't watched uh, The Number 23, watch it. Jim Carrey's performance is excellent. Excellent. Great movie. Great movie. Trip. It'll trip you the fuck out. You'll start seeing 23 and everything that you add up. It's crazy. Happy anniversary. Crazy how the London premiere for the Batman is happening, happened today. On the same date, five years ago, Matt Reeves has closed the deal to direct the Batman. That's right. This is when we thought that Ben Affleck was going to star. So naturally, the thumbnail or the uh, featured image will uh, show his Batfleck right there. But yes, five years ago today, Matt Reeves closed the deal. Close the deal. It's been five years, and we're finally gonna see this damn movie. London premiere tonight. Was it London, Paris, whatever? Yeah. It's crazy to think about. Just crazy to think about, man. Uh yeah, I don't need to talk about that. All right. And we got that. Yeah, there's some yeah, they were doing like the the premiere right there, live stream. Here's some more art from Mr. Nick Darrington. Some cool uh, Batman art right there that he keeps on making, which is great. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> all right. I mean, here's Sophia Batella again working out. This time it's a video, and she's just like, you know, why not? I'm just going to – this is what I'm doing today. I'm, I'm Look respectfully, okay? Look respectfully. That's all you got to say. Just look respectfully. So all you gotta do is just look respectfully. Holy Lord, she is fucking flexible, man. I tell you what. Uh, Tom Brady. Uh, if anybody thinks that Tom Brady is gonna come back to the NFL, now he's gonna tackle Hollywood. Now he was in Ted too, so why not? He uh, supplied his voice on Family Guy as well at one point. But yes, Tom Brady will star and produce a road trip comedy titled "80 for Brady." Which is going to have this cast right here? Four best friends head to Super Bowl to the Super Bowl. I'm not sure. Yeah, to the Super Bowl to see the Patriots and their quarterback hero. So I don't know if how much he's going to star in it, but he's going to you know be in it. But uh, yeah, pretty much Brady is going to do what LeBron James is trying to do right now. Uh, even though LeBron James, uh, I mean, let's face it, Space Jam Legacy. Is that what they call it? it was not great. But hey, what can he do? But uh, yeah, Tom Brady is gonna start. He's gonna start trying to get. You know, I think he's gonna. He's got all those rings now. He's gonna try to get some. I don't know, some kind of awards. I don't know. But that's what Tom Brady's doing right there. There's Paul Dano right there at the premiere, handsome devil. So we got that, and then we got of course Zoe Kravitz right there, looking hot, 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 at the premiere. Good stuff. Yeah. See, five years ago. Five years ago to the day, announced. And there he is, Matt Reeves, at the premiere in London right there. And then there's the whole cast right there. Yeah. Looking sharp. All dressed in black except for, you know, some gray with Robert Pattinson. (laughs) We got another Boss Logic poster right there, which looks really cool. Love that with the question marks all over. You got the cat right here. Kind of encapsulates all what's happening in the Batman Looks really cool what is happening here so <laughs> i don't I don't really think anything's happening here, but um, the flash stunt team apparently uh, someone from the flash stunt team posted this uh, image right here of their shirt that they were wearing now obviously the flash logo is the CW flash logo <laughs> yeah um So that's that stands out right there. But of course, you know, somebody was like, oh, what did they just reveal that uh, reverse flash is in this movie? What's what's going on here? Because the lightning bolt on the flash is showing that it's red. And some people are like, hmm, scratching their heads about this. But I'm kind of going, I don't think it's that. I think they were just trying to keep the color scheme, everything. I don't think it's anything we have to worry about. But it is interesting. You know, you got Supergirl silhouette and you got Batman silhouette. Now, that's most likely, of course, Keaton's Batman right there. But I don't think we have to freak out about this too much. It's just that I actually, I wish, it, I mean, they kept on probably changing the movie logo. So they just used the freaking CW logo. So, yeah, we don't. I don't think we have anything to really um, freak out about when it comes to that shirt. But, hey, it's always fun to kind of speculate. But it is interesting, you know. Yeah, seems like she has more hair than she actually does. I don't know. Yeah, it's a good silhouette. So don't freak out about it. Okay. Uh, when it comes to um, Latin America, HBO Max Peacemaker was number one. Yeah, you know, for all the people that just thought that Peacemaker was nobody was talking about, nobody's this, nobody's that, because they live in a bubble. Peacemaker was number one. HBO Max Latin America. So that's kind of cool. And yes, guys, this happened today. Look at that. There was this crazy cold stuff that was falling from the sky. Not exactly snow. It was rain trying to be snow. I don't know. It was okay In Southern California last week, guys, it was like 80 plus degrees into the weekend. And then all of a sudden we got this freaking cold front that came in with some stormy stuff. Uh, If my mom's out there, she probably got some snow or she's at. But, yeah, at my place right here, this is off my balcony where the swimming pool is and everything. There was essentially like some, you know, rain trying to be snow that was coming down for just a little bit. It's cold today, man. Cold today. That's what happened today. Didn't want to go outside. It's too freaking cold. It's pretty much, yeah, that's pretty much what people are all around Southern California. Walking around with a big jacket and still some gym shorts. Exactly what's happening. Got all that. Oh, look at little Tom Holland right there. Yeah. And then, of course, he gets a hug like another Spider-Man, the OG Spider-Man, which, of course, we're going to be talking about. Hey, you know what? The only reason why that Robert Pattinson suit is baggy is because he refused to work out. You know, I'm Robert Pattinson, asshole. So got all that. Um, according to Charlie Cox, he snuck into a theater because he kept hearing that people were freaking out about his cameo. But, uh, he said that the, the one that he uh, snuck into, my experience was fucking dead quiet, (laughs) dead fucking quiet. So that sucks (laughs) because my, my screening people freaked out, but that sucks. So he watched it and he was kind of like looking around like anybody, anybody, damn it. Womp womp. That sucks. And then it's just badass right here. Somebody actually did this with their fingers. What the fuck? Yeah, that's right. (coughs) That's pretty awesome. Gotta love some creative people. All done with their hands? Come on. How you doing that? That's taking shadow puppets to a whole other level right there. Yeah, look at these two right here. Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson. Now she's nominated for Academy Award. And he's Batman. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. Crazy to think about, right? And Then we got Scott Derrickson showing off uh, his first little sketch for uh, Doctor Strange right there. Gotta love that. I love the fact that he posted that. It's pretty cool. It's like, oh, yeah. First little sketch for all that. Interesting. All right. So we're good with that, let's go ahead, uh, yeah, a lot of tweets do uh, go over a lot of things happening in the past couple of days, but let's talk about this promo right here, which I'm sure you guys have all seen. It's all great, it's all gravy. Um, <laughs> okay, first off, first off, so before we start, before we start, you know, I'll, I'll get to, let's see, are we right there, okay. All right, so, <laughs> <it's> this guy. <laughs> First off, I mean, I know a lot of people are freaking out about this. I saw it yesterday. Uh, the guy, the stand-in for uh, Peacemaker, yeah, he posted this and said, uh, were you guys, uh, were you about to say something? Am I your Superman, guys? If you want me to be, comment my Superman on my most recent post and let's get this going. So, you know, just somebody else that's trying to, you know, promote their themselves in their premiere i mean obviously the stand-ins got a lot of recognition over the weekend especially when it came to the peacemaker finale but yeah he decided to double down he's like you know what i'm gonna feel like hey you want me to be your superman but then of course he didn't realize uh the dog piles that would probably happen when it came to uh when it came to this you know when people when somebody else comes in and goes hey am i your superman guess what yeah Dog piles are going to happen. Apparently, that did happen. And then he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, 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 yo. Henry Cavill's still Superman, guys. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. But uh, it was just kind of funny. He saw that. He saw that. <laughs> but this guy's just trying. I mean, he's trying to, like, promote his stuff. You know, power to him for that. But no, you're not going to be anybody's Superman. <laughs> that's pretty much it. So that's pretty much it. OK, so. We all saw this. It's all great and fantastic, right? Dun, 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 dun. Behind the scenes, all the stuff. This is what we were waiting for when it came to Spider-Man No Way Home. 80 minutes of behind-the-scenes fun. It's just so funny. I fell into a super collider. Got to be careful where you fall. To work with them is honestly the highlight of my career. Me and Toby arrived and all of their arms were just open. Charlie Dax. <laughs> I had butterflies with Toby and Andrew. Hoping they would sign up. <laughs> So much stuff to look at, my God. All right. I mean, the ultimate thing, of course, is like the uh, the image that we uh, all have been seeing all day today, pretty much. But, um, yeah. I mean, I think what we mostly want to see, well, you we want to see that. I mean, you got these three goats right here just doing some uh, promo stuff. The villains which look great. Absolutely fantastic. Got to love that. Shot of Sandman. Mm Mm-hmm. Peter 2 and Peter 3, I mean, come on! How do you not just, you know, it's just precious. And then, of course, they laugh. There's a lot of laughter that's happening and and everything. And, uh, yeah, there's been some leaked interviews from this stuff. I'm not going to show them because, I don't know, you know, don't want to get the freaking stream pulled. But uh, it's just fantastic to see these guys together. And, uh, you know, I think that's what mainly we want to see when it comes to behind the scenes is them interacting. I mean, I don't know what I don't know what Andrew Garfield actually says to Tom right here. He says something to make him laugh. And then Toby also laughs, too. You can see him kind of whisper something into his ear. And it's pretty damn precious. It it really is, of course, you know, and seeing like we're going to get the interviews of them. Of course, them uh, doing the costume test, which is interesting about the. the full-on image of them, of course, doing the pointing thing, which we knew they're gonna do. I mean, pretty much like the spidey costumes are like they're all. I mean, they all got like the dark blue, almost looks like you know, almost looks black to me. On uh, the black, and it almost looks black and red. But I mean, they all have. I mean, they both. They all have their individual kind of suits that are happening right here. But it, it's just kind of weird when like you know, because when you saw the the we saw the, the the new Tom Holland costume obviously it took reference to the previous Spidey costumes but there's not all I mean it's it's a dark dark blue it is a super dark blue it's a navy blue but I mean in this lighting right here it all looks like almost like it's like a they almost they all all the costumes look pretty have the same like color scheme going on right there so it's interesting it's interesting and then of course you got the Charlie Gax little shot right there. It's funny because, yeah, everybody was freaking out about this, about the Doctor Strange cape on Spidey. And then it's like, who the fuck? Does anybody really care about the Rogers musical? Okay. You know how cringy that was in Hawkeye? Super cringy. I mean, I hated that. I hated that. But, I mean, I guess we were supposed to hate that. I don't know. So, then I just like, good Lord. No. But, yeah, there's a shot right there of the new costume. Yes. Get a little bit of that. But, yeah, it's definitely more, it's definitely blue right there. But when you look at the other costumes on the uh, on the set for the costume, like, you know, fitting and everything, that had to be the first day that they were doing it, man. But, yeah, it's just uh, good stuff. And then, of course, yeah, I mean, come on. That's just, look at the smiles. Everybody's having fun. It's all great. Look at the smile on Andrew Garfield's face. It's all beautiful. It's all great. You got to love it. You know that they had a lot of fun right there. They all had flowers. They all had fun. They're all giving each other hugs and everything. I guess that was probably the last day. Uh, there's John Watts right there. There's Feige right there. There's going to be a lot to be shown on this damn movie. And then, of course, that shot right there where they're all in the lab having fun, laughing. It's all going to be good stuff a lot of good stuff that's going to be in there and then of course that ending shot right there just looking beautiful. So yeah, uh, you can download it on March 22nd and then of course own the 4K Ultra HD or Blu-ray on April 12th and um yeah, you can pre-order right here. If you go to sonypictures.com movies Spider-Man No Way Home, you can pre-order your copy right here. So that's good. And uh yeah, there's like I said, there's some stuff that came out that was like leaked out when it came to like, uh, and the three of them talking, which is gonna be great to see. Toby talks about how like you know getting back in the costume and trying to get all that um, worked out again. You know, you kind of just like start embodying the costume, you start like feeling it again. They kind of made some jokes about that. It's all gonna be fun, but yeah, they're gonna have all three of them, and uh, yeah, i was trying to think. Eh, I think that's pretty much it. But yeah. It's pretty much like the breakdown of the uh, of what was happening there, but uh, I mean, I that was pretty much what everybody was wanting to talk about today, right? That's what everybody wanted to talk about was uh, the Spider-Man No Way Home stuff and the fact that everybody can talk about it again and everything like that. And then even like Tom Holland promoting Uncharted, he was able to talk about the fact that he worked with Toby, worked with Andrew, and all that stuff. And apparently, one of them has a fake ass. One of them has a fake ass in their Spidey suit. I'm guessing it's Toby. I don't know what you guys think. That's my guess. Um, who's got the fake ass in the Spider-Man costume? Toby? Is it is he more, you know, does it a little more looks like it's sticking out just a little bit more than the other two, maybe? Andrew's tall, probably has a little bit more uh more ass. I did not think I was gonna be talking about Spidey Ass during Film Junkie Live at any moment of uh, this whole thing, but here we are. It's not Andrew, right? It's probably Toby. I don't think it's, uh, I don't think it's, uh, I don't think it's Tom either. So I think, (laughs) I think it's very, it's safe to say it's Toby's. That's got like a little bit of a, more of an ass. I mean, look at that. Look at, look at right, right there, right there. Uh, See right there? That's Toby. That's Toby's ass right there. I think that's it. I think that's the cushion right there. Got a little bit. You could kind of see it, kind of see a little bit more cushion in the ass. Right there. Yeah. It's my guess. My guess. So, there we go. All right. The Batman. So, have you guys, wa- who, okay, I did a, I did a, I ran a poll. I ran a poll to, uh, let's see, where did my poll at? All right. So, I ran a poll to see who was avoiding it. You know, I ran a YouTube poll for you guys. And uh, this is the results right here was, uh, Basically, hey, Mr. McKenzie, thank you, sir, for the $40 super chat. You're awesome. Thank you. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Always uh, good to see that for the pirate ship, baby. Appreciate that. You're an awesome, uh, you're awesome. I I love that. Love that. Anyways, thank you, Jason. Uh, but I ran this poll right here where I asked, I'm like, you know, are you watching the new clips for the Batman and, uh, I'll, you know, 54% said no, avoiding all I can. So, yeah. So when it comes to a lot of this, yeah, it's hard to try to avoid these clips, man. I tell you what. And I just can't help myself. I can't help, but I can't help it. Anytime something new comes out, I got to watch it. I got to watch it. I'm so just hyped for this movie so much. So one of the first clips that came out, and I'm not going to play it, there's a clip right there. It's basically a Bruce, it's a Bruce and Alfred clip, obviously right here where Alfred is talking about the legacy of the Waynes. So we're going to get more of that and, you know, essentially Bruce is saying like, "Hey, you know, this is my this is the legacy of my family right here." So there was that right there, which is great, and then this was the main one right here. Was uh, the pat the, the the bat and the cat? I said the pat, as in the Pattinson. Uh, the bat and the cat fighting each other. Oh my God! This clip right here, fantastic, fantastic. I mean, if you wanted if you wanted more bat and cat stuff right here, this is great. The choreography is great. The uh, the score that goes with it. The fact that Selena is going in there to break into the safe of this of the mayor who just got killed, and the fact that Batman shows up to intervene. It's uh, you could you could. You can feel the heat. You can feel like they're just like watching it. They're like feeling each other out. They're fighting styles and everything like that. If you watch this clip, oh my God, so good. It's really so good. It's three hours long. That's plenty. I know exactly, Benjamin. Thank you. Okay, we've seen probably about 12 minutes, maybe. If you add up all the clips, you add up the trailers. We've probably seen, I would say, the most 12 minutes of this movie. And it's almost a three-hour movie. So there's a lot that we have not seen. And then there's even this right here, too, where uh, you see the chase, a little bit of the chase when it comes to... And then you see, like, yeah, the Batmobile hits a little... hits a little ramp right here, man. Gets all crazy. Gets all crazy when he's chasing down the penguin. This is a small clip that showed up. I got you! I got you! And then... There was this clip right here again, not going to play it, but it's a it's a Falcone. It's a Falcone clip. And I know if anybody has read Long Halloween, when you listen to what Falcone says, you did the whole Leonardo DiCaprio like what the fuck? Straight out of a Long Halloween, straight out. What he says in this clip, 100 percent, I was just like, oh, shit, pulled it straight out of Long Halloween. So there you go. It's good stuff because he talks about Thomas. He talks about Thomas being a doctor, surgeon. Yeah. And saving his life. It's good stuff. It's really good stuff. So, yeah. I mean, I wish I could just like uh, do a whole stream dedicated on some of that stuff, but I can't because I'll probably pull my stuff. They'll probably just, they'll probably pull my fucking stream just for showing the goddamn clips from that. But man, I cannot. We're less than a week away. I just can't stop watching these clips that come out, man. Every new clip that comes out, I'm just like, ah, I can't. I can't help it. I've got to watch it. I mean, we talked about the, uh, the, that, that one clip that came out in the GCPD where, fucking, where Batman just <laughs> cold cocks Gordon. I mean, holy shit. It's crazy. It's insane. The Long Halloween. I know. Right? Just Bam. When you hear Falcone talk about, oh, yeah, your dad saved my life. I was shot in the chest. He brought me in. I saw you on the top of the staircase. I mean, there's going to be so many. There's going to be so many long Halloween references in the Batman. I am. Uh, I cannot wait. I just can't wait. I cannot wait. So there you go. I wish I could do more of a breakdown, like, you know, frame by frame. But, you know, I've already been talking for way too long. So Oscars. Oh, boy. So controversy when it comes to the Oscars Um, right here, which uh, we all saw yesterday. All right. These categories will not be broadcast live during the Oscars telecast. Film editing, makeup, hairstyling, original score, production design, sound, documentary short, animated short, and live action short. That's right. So nobody, you know, when it comes to the Oscars, nobody's really giving a shit. By watch about watching them? I mean, yeah, they announced the three, uh, the three that are going to be hosting it. And even then people were like going, oh, really? Fuck, you know, those three are going to host. OK, then I guess that's fine. Um, but yeah, now they're going to be doing this. And some people, yeah, a lot of people are not happy about this. Not a lot of people are not happy about this. And then, of course, uh, there's this big, long letter or article, or whatever, from Dave Rubin, Academy president, who uh, talks about this who talks about this, and a lot of people are just not happy with Mr. Dave Rubin when it comes to um, not having this right here, not having this. We decide When deciding how to produce the Oscars, we recognize it's a live event television show, and we must prioritize the television ex- uh, audience to increase viewer engagement and keep the show vital, kinetic, and relevant. This has been an important focus of discussion for quite some time. So they're just trying to figure out how to boost the ratings. They will not be presented in the pre-show nor on the uh, red carpet, as some have speculated. Instead, the in-person ceremony at the Dolby Theater will begin one hour earlier to uh, present eight award categories before the live telecast starts. So before they even hit the fucking live feed, they're just going to give away the the technical, some of those technical awards. Uh, Apparently, they just, you know, they realize that those are not the most exciting ones um so that's where they came up with this right here so yeah not a lot of people too happy about that not a lot of people too happy about that of course so this year those categories presented in the evening's first hour and seen later in the live broadcast are uh doc yeah he says it all right there the categories they're just trying to uh get more ratings which you know bold strategy cotton (laughs) we'll see what that happens i don't think i think that's gonna hurt it more than anything because you know what You know what they should actually do? Why don't they have a fucking YouTube channel or something? I don't know. To me, it's like when these people work really hard and then they get nominated and then they get the award, give them time to shine. I don't know. Just have a fucking I mean, have like a a YouTube live stream. First off, do that. Why not? Or have it live stream everywhere. I don't know. Have it live stream somewhere. First off, I get it. The The, the show can be very long. First off, if you're going to have multiple hosts, don't even announce who it is. You know, just have just have people just show up and just have them host. I'm like, oh, so and so hosting right now. Cool. And then when it comes to people actually getting the awards, I don't know. Even if it's in their own homes, because we did that the past couple of times, when because because of COVID and everything like that, it's just like have them record. I mean, like have them record something or do like a Zoom thing, or like you can actually have like a bunch of different video segments and have people accepting their awards as a video segment or something like that. I don't know. It just seems like you know to not record some of these people getting their awards. Yeah, that's kind of shady. It's kind of shitty. You know, and can you add stunt performing to the goddamn categories, too? I mean, how many times we have to say it? Please add stunt performing, too. But I just think that they should have they should have everybody should be. They should be all if they if if they're not going to, like, do something live or I don't know what the hell. Just have them at least, you know, put a camera on the people and show the reaction of actually getting the award, because that's what people want to see. You know, maybe strive to that, like when you're seeing the reactions, try to do something creative when it comes to the reactions, because I think that's the most exciting part about the Academy Awards is when they have all the people like up in the little boxes on the screen before they, you know, before it's announced, who's the winner? And then you're trying to be like, who's going to win? Who's going to win? Show the show the reactions. Zero in on them. I don't know. Do something where you could just like have something like that, as opposed to just having this, you know, broadcast that's going to go over three hours long. And have somebody controversial host a damn thing. I don't know. It just makes for more fun. Ricky Gervais? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's so many damn ideas. The reactions are, yeah. I think the reactions are the best part of it. So, I don't know. It's just awards, shows, nobody's really giving a shit. But it's it's just because, and I always make fun of it too because usually people don't give a shit, but then when people get snubbed, they give a shit. And then people don't really want to watch it, but then they talk about Categories are gonna be not broadcast, and now we're pissed about that. It's like it, you know, just cut to the fucking, you know, cut to the notebook and and what's his name going, what do you want? What do you want? It's like what what do we want? I don't know. I don't know what we want. I don't know what I want in life. Okay. All right. And last but certainly not least, um, this article right here showed up. Oh man. Okay, so we did hear that, yes, there was tension on the Mad Max uh, shoot when it came to uh, Tom Hardy and Charlize Theron. But now we got crew members that are opening up about this. And, uh, yeah, so Variety released this article. It said, Mad Max crew details explosive Charlize Theron-Tom Hardy fight. She's swearing her head off at him. So it's a pretty good – it's a pretty interesting read. It's not a long read, but it said – you know, but it mentions in the article that both Theron and Hardy have spoken about the feud in the past, citing the film's grueling production schedule and an overall lack of trust in each other uh, as inciting incidents. But as Blood, Sweat, and Chrome reveals, there was a specific set incident that exploded the situation and changed how the set operated moving forward. So they're talking about one in particular blowout right here and mr mark gold said this right here camera operator said i remember vividly the day the call on set was eight o'clock Charlize got there right at eight o'clock sat in the war war rig knowing that tom's never going to be there at eight even though they made a special request for him to be there on time apparently tom hardy one of those guys that doesn't like to show up on time. He was notorious for never being on time in the morning. In the call time, well, uh, if the call time was in the morning, forget it. He didn't show up. Ouch. You don't want to hear that about Tom Hardy. I love Tom Hardy. Uh, then you got first assistant camera operator uh, Ricky Scamburg noted, whether that was some kind of power play or not, I don't know, but it felt deliberately provocative. If you ask me, he kind of knew that it was really pissing Charlize off because she's professional and she turns up really early. Hardy showed up three hours late to set that day while Theron Theron, waited in the war rig with full costume and makeup on. She jumps out of the war rig and she starts swearing her head off at him, saying, fine, the fucking cunt, a hundred thousand dollars for every single yeah he said fine so basically she was saying fine him she called him a fucking cunt holy crap uh a hundred thousand dollars every minute that he's held up this crew how disrespectful you are um she was right full rant she screams it out it's so loud and it's so windy he might have heard some of it but he charged up to her and went what did you say to me he was quite aggressive. She really felt threatened, and that was the turning point. Ouch. After this confrontation, Theron got producer de- uh, Denise de Navi to come down to the film set in the, Numba- uh, the desert to shadow her and ensure there would be no further conflicts. It got to the place where it was kind of out of hand and there was a sense that maybe sending a woman producer down could maybe equalize some of it because it didn't feel safe, Theron, Theron said. Sure, yeah. Um, I kind of put my foot down. George then said, okay, well, if Denise comes, he was open to it and that kind of made me breathe a little bit because it felt I would be in a, there would be another woman understanding what, uh, what I was up against. In hindsight... I was in over my head in so many ways, Hardy said about the confrontation. The pressure on both of us was overwhelming at times. What she needed was a better, perhaps more experienced partner in me. I'd liked I'd like to think that now I'm older and uglier, I would rise to the occasion. So I mean you gotta imagine that that was a grueling shoot to shoot in the desert like that, dry, dirty, gross, hot, all that stuff. Probably really got to them. That's why we're not getting an actual Mad Max sequel with both of them. That's why we're getting a Furiosa prequel with neither one of them. (laughs) Because even though, like, Tom Hardy was, you know, it sounds like he was a fucking dick when it came to all this. Or as she put it, a cunt. You know, she probably wasn't, you know, she probably wasn't the greatest either, you know. I would say, but it sounds like he was more of the dick for showing up late. Because now he's not only pissing her off, he's pissing off a whole crew, the director, everything like that. Three hours late, don't do that. Ugh! You hear about that kind of stuff with with other uh, movies and everything. I mean, I think Vin Diesel accused Dwayne Johnson for doing that. I think maybe Dwayne Johnson accused Vin Diesel for doing that. I don't know. Sometimes the egos, the egos. When you hear about the egos, never good. Never good. But, hey, we still got a great, fantastic fucking movie. Best movie of 2015, I would say. Mad Max Fury Road. I think that was, uh, you know, regardless of the two main actors, like, fighting with each other and people being late to sets and everything. Still, George Miller at 70 fucking years old showed everybody, hey, <laughs> I, could still make, I could still make a goddamn action movie. So, at least we got that. They won't be working together again, though. All righty. Not that. All right. Let's go to the Twitter questions and see what you guys have to say right there. And we'll go ahead and wrap this up. Boop. All right. Mr. Eric M. Blake. Now, let me get this straight. The Academy cuts the uh, number of awards being broadcast, you know, the entire purpose of the show in the first place. But they double down on the whole reason people stop watching mediocre hosts and political crap. Will they ever learn, Dave? No. There's always going to be, you know, political stuff. There's always going to be. And that's why Ricky Gervais was the best when he called out all that shit the last time he, hold, he, uh, he hosted the Golden Globes. He's like, just grab your award and get the fuck off. Nobody gives a shit what you have to say about certain things. And it's true. We just want to see the awards and just... Thank thank your fucking family. Thank your friends. Thank this. Thank that, you know, but when it gets all political, people just kind of go, ugh. Carrie. Hey, Dave, what do you think about the awards that the Oscars won't broadcast such as editing and score bothers me? I get they're trying to reduce runtime, but it does downplay the craft of filmmaking. Your thoughts? Well, pretty much already gave my thoughts. Yeah. It's kind of a slap in the face. Those people need to get recognized for the hard work that they they, they put in. That's why I think there should be individual videos that really show that kind of stuff. What are we showing some? Uh, we know it wasn't Andrew. Yeah, I think we figured it out. Andrew's got an ass. Andrew's got an ass. You know, he's the tall one. It's Toby. Come on, you know it's Toby. <laughs> oh, man. Edward. Hey, Dave. It's obvious the closer we get... We get to the Batman premiere. You have uh, Sill Abdul and uh, Mikey both on his channel trying their best to tr- think the Batman is going to be bad. Why is that? Anyways, cannot wait for it. Uh, why is that? It's because they've all the, both of those guys have predicated their popularity with Snyder stuff. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, you know, I mean. Obviously, I've you know done a lot of Snyder stuff myself and a lot of the popularity I got from the Snyder Cut, released the Snyder Cut stuff, got a lot of attention to me. But at the same time, it's like, OK, but then you just got to retool and be like, hey, it's not all about that. And of course, I'm championing what's happening in Netflix when it comes to Snyder more than than other things. I'm like, all right, he's, he's building worlds over here. I'm going to fucking, whatever comes out about rebel moon and Zack Snyder over on Netflix, guess what? I'm going to be talking about that like crazy. Um, yeah, for some reason there's, um, and I guess the audience that they deal with, I don't know. They're all about shitting on the Batman, because, you know, they're all about the Snyderverse, Snyderverse, Snyderverse coming back, coming back, restore the Snyderverse, which I'm all for too. But at right now I'm kind of going, well, I'm also excited for what this other filmmaker who apparently got some creative freedom is doing. Um, maybe that's just, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand it because I know like the people that hate me, watch them, listen to them. That's usually what's happening when it comes to all that. I don't know. <sighs> but I just... But I know, like, there's, you know, bullshit that comes out of there. (laughs) That's the bad part. It's like, there's some BS that comes out of it. I don't like to, uh, you know, I don't want any beef. Do you want any beef? I try not to have any beef. I mean, I, but I will call out the BS when I hear it. That's just the way, that's the way I operate when it comes to that stuff. You know, but I mean, if whatever they're doing is working for them, power to them. Keep, have at it. Have at it, but just don't be shocked if... When if you say something that's bullshit then people call you out, on it. it's just the way that that is. I mean, and you just got to admit when you're wrong too. when certain things if you have a scoop that's wrong. Just say you're wrong. Eat the crow. Move on. It's fine because, you know, I'm sure you're not batting zero, but you're also not batting a thousand thousand. The scooping game is never a fucking zero or a thousand. Never that. It's always like you're going to have an average. You're going to have a batting average, and it's not, you know, and it's going to be in the middle there. You're never going to be always right. You're never going to be always wrong. So, but, yeah, just admit it when you're wrong, though, at least. When some of your scoops are not right or correct. Mike, soups Kenobi. So the old rumor mill is turning once again, and word is that Zach is being uh, toted by Marvel to helm an upcoming MCU film. If this is true, it would happen probably in 2026. Which character would you like to see him take on from the Marvel Universe? Well, the one that he wanted to. Either Derek, well... Uh, he said Electra, but I mean, if he was going to do something, it'd be pretty sweet if it was Daredevil. Now, I'm not saying the rumor is wrong, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, I mean, anybody could say, like, hey, guess what? A studio again, the scooping game. You could easily just be like, oh yeah, the studio, uh, they want uh, Quentin Tarantino. You know, doesn't mean they're going to say yes. I mean, doesn't mean it's going to happen, but they want him. It's like, yeah, every studio would want anybody who's popular. Again, that's not a fucking scoop. That's not a scoop. It's like, oh yeah, a studio wants a popular director? Get the fuck out of here. Are you serious? Zack Snyder, who is like, got a name? He literally put his name in front of Justice League. Why the fuck wouldn't Marvel want him? (laughs) Does that mean it's going to happen? Most likely, no. Can you imagine? Why would Zach actually do that? When he's building worlds over on Netflix, why would he want to go to the MCU and be fucking, you know, looked after again? Have the shackles, the Marvel shackles again, like, nope, and have Kevin Feige going, nope, you can't do that, can't do that. Would you think that Zach would want that? No. I wouldn't be, but I, but I 100% believe that they would want him because guess what? He's a popular director now, okay? He's a very popular director. You hear his name. You see his name. You know who you're talking about. (sighs) Anyways. Getting a little antsy. Amped up. Clement. Hey, Dave. Do you think we will see the updated storyboards for Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League 2 and 3 in the future? If he wants to. uh, Like the cryptic posts Zack did before Snyder Cut got released. Yeah. But if if he's going to do something with the the whiteboard or the whiteboards that we haven't seen yet, I don't think he's going to post them because I wouldn't be surprised if he's still wanting to get them out there somehow. Like if he can't do the sequels or live action, like I said, he's even said it before that he is open to a graphic novel or even possibly, I mean, even, man, imagine if Jay Oliva could do like a fucking series. That would be so sweet too. Uh Mr Futuro do you think uh do you think is all orchestrated for Cinderella to win the Oscar for fit now it's not orchestrated it's just because the singer has over twelve million fucking followers little teeny boppers of course they're gonna be now that's the thing you know I don't think it's orchestrated I think she just has a lot of followers michael chris christos as the Batman movie gets closer, how would you rate? where it will stand off uh, from what, it, what, what we've seen. And uh, I heard from my brother, who is a director, who may or may not have seen an early screening, that the Riddler walked out of the universe of seven. What are you most excited for in the film? Well, I'm just excited to see Batman again, a new Batman, kicking ass. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think we all kind of gathered that the Riddler is straight out of a David Fincher movie. Ryan, it's been reported that some Pixar folks are turning red as Disney has pushed this one to Disney Plus again like they have the past two two, rather than release it in theaters as originally planned. Here's to hoping more movies are, yeah, that's what I heard too. And I heard like this uh, turning red kind of uh, takes a little bit, you know, it's it's not just for kids, more of a teenage approach. Chunky Dixter, Looking at the Oppenheimer cast, Dune Part 2 cast, both of them have two of the best directors working right now, some of the greatest cast and crew in front of the, in front and behind the cam. Both releasing next year. Which do you think will come out the better film? Most likely Dune, <laughs> I would say. Which one do you think will do better at the box office, and which do you think will lead the Oscars that year? I would say Dune. Dune. Definitely Dune. So... Mr. Rye. Oh, yeah, that's right. You can actually do this. So if you go on Google and you uh, type in bat signal or something like that, you actually get like this that they put right there. So it's pretty cool. You type in bat signal. You type in Gotham. You type in the Batman or something like that. You get a bat signal that shows up on your screen, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, Yep, already. Read about that there, Dylan. Thank you, sir. And then, of course, we've got Andrew Kasali. This shot is legendary. Did you think we ever get this back Then seeing all three Spider-Mans together? Nope, I did not, and it's a great, it's great. I never also thought Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland would work very well together. Yeah, their chemistry was pretty much just on fucking point right there. So, no, it's all good. It's all good, These these guys, man. Iconic. Legendary, whatever you want to say. All good stuff. Anyways, guys. All right. Let's go ahead and wrap this up. It is Wednesday. Even though I didn't have a film junkie live yesterday, I'm like, oh, I'll just mess up my week. I'm like, wait, do I have a show tomorrow? I don't know. No, we're good. Um, members, we'll do the members only uh, post go stream right after this. So look for that on your YouTube feed. And um, I'll see you guys in the vodka stream. Got a guest this week. So i'll uh well you know i'll probably let it be known to the members and of course patreon as well if you uh i'll do my thursday audio and uh we'll see what happens tomorrow i don't think i'm gonna go see a movie tomorrow so don't look forward to a first reaction i might just be catching up on some things that i need to catch up with smash that like thumbs up before you leave subscribe to the channel do all that stuff and members i'll see you guys soon in the post show stream in a little bit all right guys love you See you guys Friday. Talk to you later.